this new moon in particular, this new moon in Pisces this year, new moon in Pisces 2022, is very auspiciously aligned. We actually have the sun, the moon, Neptune, and Jupiter all in Pisces energy. And because of the alignment of the planets, we also have two what we call Graha Yudas or planetary wars. So today we're going to talk about all of this. Tonight we're going to talk about what it means to be in a new moon energy or a new moon portal. We're going to talk a little bit about this particular new moon in Pisces and Pisces season. We'll discuss what a Graha Yuda is, what happens when planets come within one degree of one another. We'll talk about the Vedic astrology of this new moon, and we will do a breathwork practice tonight. So if you are ready to dive into learning about this new moon, talking about this new moon with me, let's start with some deep breaths. I'd like you to start with some nice supportive posture as we get started here. Namaste, and welcome to the Follow Your Path podcast. I'm your host, Vina Lene Rachel. I'm a moon priestess, intuitive, emotional alchemist, and channeler of the divine, and I've been diving into the world of the spiritual and metaphysical for over a decade now to self-heal my own trauma, become more emotionally stable, and cultivate my manifestation magic. I am so excited to now be bringing these same tools and techniques to you on this channel. There are a variety of ways for us to work on our higher selves. We can use practices like yoga, meditation, and breath work. We can receive energy work, crystal healing, or pull to row and oracle cards. We can call in our angels, ancestors, spirit guides, spirit animals, or more. Or maybe we find more alignment with astrology and the moon. I'm going to hold space for it all here on this channel. As you navigate each episode, I hope you find the guidance and wisdom you need to find your own path of self-healing and magic. May you become confident and courageous enough to continue to follow the path that best serves you. Thank you so much for tuning into this channel and trusting me to be a part of your unique journey. It truly is an honor to do this work and be here. Let's dive into today's episode. And we will go ahead and get started with our virtual new moon circle. So if this is your first time tuning into me, welcome. My name is Vina Lene Rachel. You can call me any or all of those names. I am a moon priestess, an intuitive, an emotional alchemist, and a channeler of the divine. And I hold these free new moon and full moon circles as much as possible. I've been on a roll. I haven't missed a moon circle. I did miss the Aquarius new moon. I was going through the... Um, deep stages of a fever that night and was feeling kind of weak. So I decided not to transmit or hold space. And then I am not going to be here for our oncoming full moon in 
Virgo. So I won't be here holding a virtual full moon circle this lunar cycle in this month, and that's because I'm going to be doing some continuing education and training, and I'll be doing some traveling, so it's just not going to be easy for me to tune in. But I will send out my moon musings newsletter, so if you are not on my email list, make sure you go to vinalene.com and get on that list. I send out uh, newsletters every full moon, every new moon, and lots of other astrological events as well. So you, if you want to stay in contact with me, kind of learn what's going on or what I have to say about the cosmos, make sure that you are on my email list. So we're in new moon energy. This is a New moon that's a little bit more powerful than some of the other new moons that we're going to be going through over the next 12 months. This new moon in Pisces is always a time of dreaming and planning. We're on the verge of spring. We're on a shift of seasons. We start to get excited about warmer days. And also that warmth tends to incubate our dreams and our intentions. When we start to have um, more sunlight, we actually have more energy and we are able to set more intention um, towards whatever we're trying to manifest into our world. And we also gain a little bit more confidence because we highlight our solar plexus energy on the internal, our third energy center. But And over here, we've got the sun. And then somewhere in between that, we have the moon. I actually forgot to turn my ring light on. I'm going to turn that on. Just because I have some crystals to show you. And I want to make sure that whoa, let there be light. <laughs> I want to show you, um, I want to show you those crystals and be able to show them with a little light behind them. So let's imagine that this is the sun, this light over here, right? And then I'm the earth, my earthly human body and my lunar tattoos over here. My left fist is the moon. So you can see that we're on the dark side of this moon right now. We can't um, see the light coming in from the sun. It's being blocked by the moon. And that's why it's difficult to see at nighttime right now. So if you go outside right now, it'll be super dark. Um, and it's going to be that way for a couple of days until we move into that sliver of light that comes with the crescent moon. Now, anytime we're in new moon energy, I mentioned that gravity is stronger Earth side. That's because we don't have that energy of the moon, um, the solar side of the moon or where the moon reflects the sun. That's not coming down on us. So we're not getting a lot of that energy of the moon. We're not getting a lot of its gravitational pull. We just feel really grounded towards planet Earth and towards this earthly human reality. So that's pretty much the gist of what's going on in a new moon, but it's also the beginning of a new lunar cycle. So our moon cycles through all of the zodiac signs and cycles through all of its phases about every 29-ish days. It depends on eclipses and supermoons and all of that jazz, but it's about every 29 days. So every 29 days, we get a new moon, a dark moon, and that moon's going to be in a certain zodiac season and sign as well. And then we move on to the next one 29 days later. So new moons are about new beginnings. They're about fresh starts. They're a time to begin again. And I really like working with the moon because it makes us check in on a more regular basis. We don't spend a lot of time 
checking in with our goals and intentions unless we focus more in this way. A lot of times we tend to set goals with our birthdays or with the first of the year, and then most of the time we fall off of that. But when you have a cyclical time every 29 to 30 days, about every month to check in, and it's not the first of the month, it's not by the Gregorian calendar, something that was created later in life that our bodies naturally didn't align with, we're going by the moon, which is a more natural calendar to live by. And it's certainly what I align my business, my life, pretty much everything I do, I align with the lunar cycle. So this is brand new moon, new beginnings, the beginning of the next 29-ish days. This is day one. And we happen to be in Pisces season with this one. So Pisces season is a time of water. It's the sign of the fish. I have my scaly little fish shirt on tonight, bringing in that fish energy. But it's also the entire cosmic ocean. So we're bringing in saltwater energy. We're bringing in big water energy, deep, deep water energy. And when that aligns with our own internal energy, that's actually our emotions our feelings, right? And we have big, big feelings and we have deep, deep emotions. And when our emotions are making us feel overwhelmed, it sometimes feels like we are energetically drowning, right? We feel like we can't breathe. We feel a little topsy-turvy, shaken up, imbalanced, rocking back and forth. We have trouble making decisions. We have trouble coming back to our center, coming back to dry land, grounding in, being able to fully focus on where we wanna go. We're a little lost at sea when we're emotionally overwhelmed. And we might be feeling that way during this new moon. You know, we have this Pisces influence because it's Pisces season. And then we are also, you know, pulled into those waters inside. And then we're pulled into the lower portions of our body just physically. We feel more tired. We might be more rounded in, which affects our mood, might have poor posture because we're feeling lazy, we're feeling less motivated to hold ourselves in our core where we feel more stable. So that's the energy that we're feeling right now. But one thing about all of these emotions and these feelings, and you might not feel that way at all, you might feel really um, inspired right now, you might feel very creative right now. Another um trying to think of my word right now, but another way that we can compare water energy is compare it to creative flow. So Pisces is known as the fish and the ocean, but it's also known as the artist or the cosmic expressor. So you can express your feelings right now by moving the energy through. Maybe that's moving of your body. So maybe you're dancing, you're shaking. Maybe you like to do yoga and just kind of freely flow. Maybe this is more like you're painting, you're drawing, you're crafting, you're creating. You're seeing something come out of nothing. And by the way, there doesn't have to be an intention around that. You don't have to create something for another person or for a reason. Really, the only reason you need to get creative is to move stuck energy through. So this new moon 
is a time of turning more within, spending more time with ourselves, spending more time with our energy, and asking ourselves how we can move any stuck energy through. So I have several coloring books, for example, and I really like to color, and I have markers and crowns and colored pencils and all different things, and then like I make bath bombs and I am able to paint those with um, non-toxic mica powder. So those might be things that I do over the next few days if I'm just feeling stuck with my energy or I'm feeling low or I'm feeling unmotivated to move towards my goals. That's kind of what I call having something in my emergency SOS spiritual kit, I guess. You know, if I'm feeling down and I don't really want to do like a spiritual practice like maybe I don't feel like moving my body and doing yoga I don't feel like dancing I just kind of feel like laying in bed and feeling blah right well I could get a coloring book and I can color and then just that creative flow starts to excite my energy and I start to feel a little bit better because everything starts to move through so this is a time to get creative if you're interested in doing that just in any way you know write the poem create the symphony, sing your song, be expressive, do whatever you need to do to move that energy. So before we move any further, I wanna talk about bringing in the five elements because we wanna bring in some earth energy into our new moon circle. And you can do this at home as well. If you have the same materials as me, great. If you don't, great. It's all good. You're connecting to me here in the ether. So you're going to receive the energy of these elements that I'm utilizing tonight. But you can also intuitively bring in your own elements. It doesn't have to be what I'm using. I'm just providing a few as a suggestion. So I want to start with earth element, right? We're in that strong earth energy, new moon, feeling very grounded, earthly experience. And I'm going to start with utilizing some crystals. The first one is selenite or moonstone. And this is why I like the light because look at that energy just going right out to you. And this is just a miniature selenite wand. I'm just trying to get that white light. There it goes, white light to you. This is a master crystal. By the way, you won't, won't want to put this in water because it will dissolve, but it's a great master crystal to have because you don't have to charge it. It's already naturally charged. So you can use this to charge your other crystals. Just kind of tap it to them or maybe you create a grid with your crystals and you use your selenite to charge, especially if you want to work with some crystals with this lunar cycle or with intentions you're setting with this new moon, you'll want to make sure to have those crystals charged up with that intention. Well, we're not in full moon energy, so we have to have another way to charge them. One way you can do that is with your selenite. You could also use voice. So the power of mantra or intention by speaking out loud, the vibration of that will also charge your crystals. So if you're ever Forgetting to put them out under a full moon, you can literally speak intention to them and it will charge them as well. So I'm going to charge you. I'm just going to send out this selenite wand right to you so you can get a little charge up. And all right, feeling good about that. So I've also brought in the energy of pearl, bringing in that ocean energy. And it's funny because when I grab my pearl necklace, it is literally knotted and interwoven with my root chakra pendulum. <laughs> 
So I think in regards to my own voyage of creativity, this is a sign and we're in a season and a lunar portal where we should be paying attention to signs. But this is a sign that I need to be using this for decision making if I feel stuck. But pearl, and do make sure that you are, if you're utilizing pearl, it's coming from a natural harvest. It's not coming from farmed pearls. There's not the greatest energy with that. I don't know if you know this, but for a pearl to be created, whether it's in an oyster or a clam, it's created by irritation. So there's maybe a grain of sand that gets through in that filtration process, and that grain of sand gets stuck in the mucousy area of the clam or the um, oyster, and then it becomes painful and irritating. And so they begin to create a bit of a callus or a calcium deposit that kind of change the way they feel about it by solidifying it or they change the way that it's feeling to them and eventually it forms a pearl. So when you're farming pearls, they're actually doing that to the clams. They're manipulating them to do that and they do it over and over. Not really very good energy. So um, this is a naturally harvested necklace. This actually came from India. But pearl energy connects you to ocean energy, also connects you to your sacral chakra. So whether you're trying to release emotion, but especially if you're trying to create, this can be one to be used for fertility or creativity. Speaking of creativity and making something out of nothing, you always have the energy to produce what you need. You always have the energy to create. So pyrite. Look at that shiny gold. Pyrite or fool's gold is a great one to be using during this Pisces season and this Pisces new moon. Pyrite is going to remind you that you are fortunate, that you are abundant, that you are lucky, and you have the ability to create gold out of anything. And we're going to talk a little bit about emotional gold tonight, emotional alchemy. So pyrite can be used for that as well. If you're doing a little bit of shadow work with this new moon, which does tend to happen when you're in your feelings, sometimes you do need to dive deep into the mysterious depths of your feelings, like you die down to discover the deep depths of the ocean. Still lots of things unknown there, right? But each time we discover something new, some new memory, some new experience, emotion, you know, whatever it is, a trauma, we can learn to feel a little differently about it. So pyrite is encouraging you um, to believe in your ability to produce and also believe in your ability to create gold and whatever type of gold you're trying to manifest. Finally, I have ocean jasper. Just for the theme of things with this fish and this ocean energy, and you can see with the ocean jasper, it kind of looks like the swirls of the ocean. This is a great um, crystal to use to calm your energy. We'll do a little ocean breathing tonight. We're going to do a couple of breathwork practices. And ocean jasper can look different. It can be different colors, but it's usually around that gray to blue, white. It's got some swirls in it. And again, this just helps to calm you. You could hold this during meditation, or maybe uh, you do put this one in your water, you know, just to infuse your water to help you to calm your energy or find balance. Ocean Jasper is a nice one to use to connect you during this time. Now, I'm also bringing in the element of earth through Palo Santo. This is like my tiny little stick I'm still using. By the way, um, we're in an energy of 
new beginnings, right? So letting go of the old. And I probably won't use this all tonight, but still, this is not going to waste here. I'm definitely continuing to burn it with each lunar transmission. But using an earth energy of some sort of smudging stick just to help reset your air, cleanse your air, purify your air, especially when you're working um, to hold sacred space. So I'm going to combine this, and I just I have my torch tonight, but I'm going to combine this with the element of fire here. Get that Palo Santo burning. And I smudge pretty often in my spaces. I just smudged a couple days ago, so I probably won't have a lot to smudge. But I'm going to take that smoke around me. I'm going to take it around you and the tech that I'm using to communicate to you with. I'm going to hold it here and let you receive that smoke as well. Yeah, it's not even burning because all of you are good with your energy. You can always pay attention to the smoke and notice how much smoke you're creating. Like my tech needs a little bit more. The smoke increased as I moved away from connecting to you. More about my tech, which I've had some glitchy things happen this past week. And then, yeah, everything else is pretty good. So I'm just going to let that continue to burn. But we're bringing in that element of wind or smoke. And when we use this, we can see that the veil is thin, that there are other spaces to what's in between us that we cannot see until we bring in some sort of different element to show us that. And right now with this Pisces energy and this Pisces moon, Pisces season, um, Neptune, Jupiter, sun and moon all in Pisces, the veil is really thin right now um, for us to be able to communicate to the other side. So this is a great time to be calling on your angels, to be calling on your ancestors for guidance, to be calling on protection. Maybe you're just calling on good protective vibes, source energy. This is also a great time to meditate, dream, rest, daydream, connect to your spirit, your true self on the inside. Listen to what's coming through to you. Listen to the voices that speak to you. Listen to what calls you. And we can use that smoke to remind us to do that. So finally, I'm bringing in the element of water. So I do have some water here to drink, and I've brought in that kind of that blue ocean color. But I do have a few essential oils. Essential oils are typically collected with steam distillation, so this is why they connect us to the water element. But again, we're bringing back that earth energy as well. So I start with peppermint here, and peppermint is a super strong oil, so I'm just going to smell it. But if you did want to use it topically, you would want to probably heavily dilute it. So get a good palm of carrier oil like jojoba or olive oil or coconut oil. And then just like one drop of peppermint, rub it all in and put it in the places you want. Peppermint emotionally is the oil of a buoyant heart. And this helps us to move stuck energy up and out, usually through the ether, or usually through our expression in the upper realms of our body. Now certainly we're working to eliminate and move anything down, but that's usually gonna move through sacral chakra and maybe those emotions will move into that more creative energy. When we're moving things up and out through the heart, we're actually trying to let them go completely, to really speak about them or give voice, give vibration and trans uh, transform the frequency. Peppermint also helps us um, to uncurl any knots, like emotional knots that are in the stomach. And we also know that this helps us physically with digestion. So if you're just feeling a little um, topsy-turvy in your stomach, a little extra watery, you could dilute this with carrier oil and rub it on your stomach as well. 
You can also diffuse this and just breathe it into your spaces. And then I have vetiver. And vetiver is a grounding oil. Now again, we're working with either moving things up and out with peppermint or mo maybe moving them into the earth with vetiver. Vetiver comes from Haiti. It comes from a root. So it will work with your root chakra and it also works for sleep support. So if you are maybe trying to tap into your dream spaces during this time when you're actually sleeping or meditating or doing yoga nidra practices, or maybe you're actually trying to work with your dreams, like get in touch with your inner child or get in touch with your ancestors. If you're looking for guidance in the dreams, if you're looking to really ground while you're sleeping, dreaming, or meditating, vetiver is a great way to go. Now, if you're struggling to um, have peaceful dreams, if you're dealing with nightmares or night terrors, you might want to bring in juniper berry. Now, juniper berry to me, it's not my favorite oils because I usually dream very vividly and usually have pretty good dreams. So I don't really need that oil right now. But it's interesting because your olfactory system will attract you to the oils you need when you need them for medicine. So when something doesn't smell good, it's kind of like your natural body saying that doesn't smell good. It's not something you need. You know, think about how animals, they'll like when they don't um, smell something that doesn't, what am I trying to say? When they smell something that doesn't smell good, they're like, Ugh, and they turn away. We do the same thing. But if we have something that we really need, we'll really want to smell it. So you can kind of play around with maybe trying both vetiver and juniper berry and see what smells good to you. And that way you'll know how you need to be working with aromatherapy to support your sleep and your dreams. So the fifth element, I already mentioned it, but it's this ether that we're connected to. It's the internet. It's the space that we are um, holding this ceremony to honor the new moon. And the great thing about the ether is it withstands space and time. So withstand space, you're receiving all of the energy of these oils, these crystals, that Palo Santo smoke, the smudging, all of that energy, you're receiving that through the ether. But this also withstands time. So anybody that tunes into the replay of this circle, they will also receive that energy. And the great thing about the ether is the more energy that we earthly humans tune into it, into a direct focus, so really tuning into something like this moon circle, that elevates the energy and enhances the energy and elevates the frequency and enhances the frequency. And so we actually grow with the energy of this circle in the future every time somebody tunes in because of the power of this ether. So with that, I'd like to call in the guides and guardians of the five directions, and I'm gonna use my selenite wand to do that. I'm just gonna come up and around in a clockwise motion and back down again. I'm gonna take a deep breath, and then I'm gonna go ahead and invite in this prayer, and you can join me or just relax and take it in and listen. We begin by calling in the guides and guardians of the East with the element of air. <sighs> Cleansing breaths, fresh breaths, fresh air, new beginnings. We're in this time of a new moon that may be a bit watery. So we can let things come to the surface and air out now with your support 
And we thank the guides and guardians of the East with their element of air for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the South with the element of fire, transformation, fire of drive, ambition. We feel fire when we're ready for change. And so maybe this new moon calls us to burn away something so that we can have a true change and truly move forward. Whatever support we need, we thank the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire for being here tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water. This watery Pisces and new moon affecting our internal tides. This moon also ruled by the sea god Varuna. We know that ocean energy, salt water energy is strong with this moon tonight. And so we invite in your support and thank you for being in our circle with your element of water. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the north with their element of earth. Feeling that strong earthly energy, that earthly human experience as we connect with this new moon that brings a lot of feelings. We also know that right now the veil is thin and we can connect to our ancestors, the seven generations behind us and the seven generations before us and the seven generations ahead of us really tuning in to how we find balance in between everyone else on the collective. We invite in our ancestors as well as any other guides and guardians of the North with their element of earth tonight. And finally, we invite in the guides and guardians of the ether, the fifth dimension, the spirit realm, the cosmos, anything beyond this planet earth. This earthly human experience, places where there are other veils of thinness, other dimensions. Maybe we're just inviting in healing white light or source energy, source consciousness. Maybe we're inviting in our protectors, our archangels, our guardian angels, the angels, the deities, planetary beings anything and anyone else that needs to be in our circle tonight we thank you for joining us from the fifth element and the spirit realm with that our circle is officially sealed and safe and i hope that that stayed on the recording <laughs> saw a little Note that my battery had a notification there. So hopefully you could still hear me. If not, you'll have to catch the, uh, the podcast because it was recording. So I just want to go a little bit farther and talk about Pisces energy because it's a tricky one. Pisces has a strong ability to dream. They're the cosmic dreamer. They're able to dive deep, deep into their emotions, deep into their inner psyche. They can meditate. They have strong psychic intuitive gifts typically but they have a really hard time bringing these big dreams and bringing these big gifts into earthly reality 
The opposite of Pisces is Virgo, very earthly sign that's all about structure and organization on the earthly realms. But Pisces is the opposite of that, fluid, go with the flow, sometimes too much, too much in the water energy, sometimes lacking creativity because there's too much water or emotional tides. So Pisces energy invites us to find ways to direct our energy towards creation. Everything's rising up out of the ocean. Think about all these islands that rise up out of the ocean spontaneously. So much can rise up out of that nothing when we direct our energy. So with this new moon in Pisces, we're asked to dream, to really look at what our heart desires, to really look at the life we're trying to create, but then also decide to create that reality, really decide, and actually maybe write it down or make a, a plan for the first step or, you know, do something to direct that energy forward. New moons are a time of new beginnings. New moons are a time of second chances and doing things differently. Maybe you were trying to create or manifest with the monthly calendar, January, February, March, April, right? Maybe instead you start working with the moon. If you work with the moon, maybe you bring in a different energy and maybe you find more support, but you're never going to know until you open yourself up to that possibility. And that's one thing that this beautiful new moon in Pisces brings is that go with the flow. Let yourself be open to doing things in a different way. Shifting your perspective, maybe getting a little bit of support, asking for help, asking for guidance. Maybe you're just asking for help and guidance from your protectors, your ancestors, your angels, God, goddess. Maybe it's another human in this earthly reality. But seek out support in whatever way that you need to. Pisces is also a sign of directing our energy towards self-healing. So we can't create our earthly dream reality if we don't feel good. Because if we don't feel good, then we're not going to energetically be well. And we're going to have doubts about our physical wellness. And if we have doubts about our physical wellness, then we're going to have doubts about anything beyond that. So maybe you're just directing your energy towards self-healing right now. Maybe that's physically. Maybe that's more mentally, emotionally. But whatever you need to do, to make yourself feel more aligned, more stable, more grounded, that's where you want to focus your energy. I want to shift directions quickly and I want to move over to Vedic astrology. And I'm no expert in Vedic astrology, but about four and a half years ago when I went to India, I found such an interest in this astrological point of view because it aligns so much with the western zodiac. In Vedic astrology, we're in Shatabisha Nakshatra. Shatabisha Nakshatra. And this is the lunar mansion known as the healing star or the star of a hundred healers. This is big healing energy. And this lunar mansion is actually ruled by Varuna, which is a Hindu deity that rules the sea or the ocean and isn't 
saltwater such therapy, right? Like ocean air has healing energy to it. Ocean water has healing energy to it. And also our own internal oceans. The salt water of our tears is also healing. So during this new moon, we're invited to explore our waters. And we're invited to explore that salt water energy for healing, deep, deep healing. Now, this particular moon being aligned with the ocean also brings in the planet Neptune. And Neptune actually rules Pisces, but even in the astrological world, no matter what side of the world you look on, Neptune is aligned in the same sign as the moon. We're in Pisces energy. Neptune is that planet of dreams. This is a time for us to trust in our ability to create, to kind of let those islands rise up out of the oceans, right? Let all of this feeling move down into sacral chakra. Let it move there and see what comes out of that. Either way, connecting to ocean energy. So maybe you are moving it through, you're getting creative, you're creating something out of nothing. Maybe it's the other way. You're moving it up and out more like the salt water. Amy says it feels more like salt and tears. Yeah, and it may be. So I want to talk a little bit more about Vedic astrology because we also have a couple of things going on. We have what we call a Graha Yuda between Mars and Venus. And this has been going on for a couple of weeks now and going to be continuing until March 12th. But right now, with this new moon, we've also moved into a Graha Yuda with Mars, Venus, and Pluto. Pluto, the power planet, the planet of control, the planet of the underworld. So we already have tension between divine masculine, divine feminine, both sides of the energy, right? Mars and Venus are within one degree of one another, and that's going to create kind of some magnetic planetary tension. That's why we call it a planetary battle or war. But now we have Pluto coming in as well. So there's a lot of power struggles with our own internal energy. Let's just look at our internal, right? Like we can see, we can see the power struggles on the external, right? Like we're, we've got a war going on. We might see it just like in our local communities. We might see tension between masculine and feminine or patriarchy and matriarchy are just kind of those general themes on each side. But what about internally, right? Because this is an internal experience. We're in a new moon, right? Not a full moon, a new moon. So internally, you can start to ask yourself, are you at war with your divine masculine and divine feminine energy? Are you creating tension instead of harmony? Are you allowing these energies to come together? Are you giving each side equal time, equal devotion, equal awareness? Or are you imbalanced. If you're feeling imbalanced, you're going to be feeling that energy and you've got to come back to equilibrium. So you're going to do that either by, again, moving things down into creativity or moving them up and out through expression. Now, speaking of expression, we have a secondary Krahayuda that just occurred yesterday, taking place now, going to be done by tomorrow. But Saturn and Mercury, Mercury, the planet of expression and communication, and 
Saturn, big daddy planet Saturn, planet of karma, life lessons, their planetary war. So the way that I've explained this coming out is number one, if you're traveling, you might have travel plans change or you might be redirected in your route, literally changing your karmic path. But it's where your true spirit probably needed to go and you need to trust in that and not see this as an omen. You need to see this as a blessing and be open again, open-minded, open-hearted to the possibilities that come out of that rerouting. This might be figuratively, maybe you're at a crossroads or you have the opportunity to do one thing or another maybe you have an opportunity to do the same thing or something that seems a little better or different whatever you choose whatever you express to choose yes or no comes through the throat which is ruled by mercury that's going to karmically affect you And also anything that you're expressing is probably going to karmically affect you. So if you've already kind of gone through a whole like Harry Potter, Hagrid, like I shouldn't have said that moment, (laughs) like, whoops, should have not said that. I should have not said that. Why did I say that? Maybe you just did that recently. It's okay. Forgive yourself and just trust that, you know what, we have to just let the energy move forward from here and I'm going to hold positive vibes around it. I'm going to hold positive vibes of creation and trust. But maybe it comes out now or in the next day, something that you're going to say that you're going to regret. Or maybe this right now is the warning to stay more silent. Take a bit of a Vipassana, silent meditation. Take time to be quiet, to be still, to honor sacred silence. Because when you truly honor sacred silence or, you know, that ceremony of silence, You start to hear the things that wanted to come through, maybe from your heart, but maybe also from your mind out through your mouth, through the ego, which the heart is not there, right? Like we have a third eye, but our third eye isn't always open. So sometimes we move right from ego brain out into our mouth. But when things move up from these lower spaces, they have to filter through the heart before they move through. So this is a time for us to be more silent so that we can listen to everything that wants to come through, to how we want to respond, and maybe just be more silent so that we can tap into the other realms. Because maybe part of our karmic lesson is that we aren't being quiet enough, and we aren't being still enough, and we aren't tuning within enough, and we're not hearing the messages that are trying to come through, that are literally like knocking on the door, trying to come through to us, but we're kind of underwater with our ears plugged going, la, 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 la. I'm just going to keep swimming here, right? And that's free will and that's a choice that you have. But if you're ready, which I have a feeling all of you here right now are ready for an elevated frequency to kind of bust out of these low vibes to find yourself in a better evolution, you're going to want to hear what's coming from the other side to guide you. So take time during this moon when Saturn and Mercury are at war with with one another, when Pluto and Mars and Venus are at war with one another to just calm down and just relax and meditate and rest and daydream and dream. And if you need to move anything through, maybe you just write it out and you journal it. If you don't want to artistically express in a different way, maybe you're journaling your feelings and whatever's coming through instead. 
So these are the things that are happening astrologically right now. There's a lot of tension in the cosmos with these planetary wars. We're also feeling this new moon Pisces energy. Pisces is the most emotional of the three water signs. Big feeling energy. We might be a little waterlogged with that. Or we might be buoyant and floating and feeling really good with our frequency and creating and moving things through. Maybe getting really motivated or inspired right now. Maybe we are leaning into that call to rest and meditate and dream. And maybe from there, things are coming through in our mind that we want to bring forward into reality, that we want other people to see. Maybe it's stuff that we just want to create for our own life. We want to tap into that 5D co-creative reality. It's all here on the table for us. We just have to welcome it in. So I'd like us to move into a breathwork practice. We're going to talk briefly a little bit more about tapping into the metaphysical from there. And then we'll pretty much do a tarot reading, seal our circle, and we'll be done. To find time for this breathwork practice, to find space for this breathwork practice, you have to find supportive posture. So stack that earthly human body, tune back in, get into the feelings of awareness of your physical body, get rid of the discomforts, be comfortable here. Maybe you need to get your back against a wall to support you. Maybe you need to sit in a chair. Maybe you need to lie on the ground or stand tall, whatever supports you. But whenever you're ready, I want you to close your eyes. Continue to breathe in that supportive posture. Deep, deep breaths moving in and out, just like the deep oceanic layers of this Pisces energy. How deep can you breathe into your body? How much can you open? And then also soften. Getting rid of any rigid feelings, letting yourself be open for the breath and for your energetic flow. Water doesn't usually have limitations. Even when it's blocked, it'll continue to trickle and it'll continue to flow and it'll either create a new path where it is or it'll carve off a different one. We have to let our energy be the same. So keep softening your body, keep deepening your breath. And as you become more aware, I want you to really notice your inhale and exhale. Feel your inhale moving into your body. Feel your exhale leaving your body. Notice maybe the in-between. Sacred pause before you take another breath in. Sacred stillness before you release the breath out. Another sacred pause before you breathe in again. Finding stillness again before you breathe out. Let's continue to breathe in this way, really finding the stillness at the top of your breath, at the bottom of your breath. Finding that space in between the breath where there's nothing else to do. And then leaning into the surrender of breathing in again or letting go. 
Keep breathing in this way. Maybe you notice the longer you breathe this way, the longer your breath is, or the longer you can hold that pause and stillness. Notice how it feels to breathe in this way. I want you to take one or two more deep breaths in this way. Once you finish, the eyes will stay closed. You'll stay in supportive posture. You're just going to tune in to what is here, what comes through, what speaks to you, maybe something you see or feel. Just keep noticing. Take a deep breath. Blink your eyes open when you're ready. So this breathwork practice helps us find that sacred pause or that sacred stillness. You probably notice deeper breaths or longer breaths the more you were into it, the more you started to focus your energy and concentrate. And that's the key, right? Notice how the more we focus our energy, the more concentrated we become. And this works in any aspect. So the more focused we become on our dreams and our intentions, the deeper that energy will move into that space, the more your potential and your abundance will grow there. But we have to direct the energy. Now we're tuning into that sacred stillness, that sacred pause, and even the sacred stillness after the breath to listen within. Now it's a little noisy here. I'm on a busy street and it's a busy day because it's night. Well, it's busy night, but it's warm outside. It's nice today. So there's definitely a lot of activity. But if you're at home, you might want to do this. Or if you're by yourself, you might want to do this a little bit longer and also wait a little bit longer to see what comes through. So if anything came through right away, you definitely want to write that down maybe right now uh, if you if you um, can. And if not, you know, just make sure that you write it down right after this transmission. Also, if you're working with your dreams right now during this Pisces season through March 20th or this Pisces new moon portal for the next few days, you might want to keep a journal by your bed or something to write with so that when you wake up, you can write down whatever your dreams were. A lot of times we have messages and hidden things come through in our dreams or sometimes we'll dream something and then it doesn't really mean anything and then like later that day or a couple of days down the road or maybe even way down the road we're like oh my gosh I remember this dream that I had or you make the connection so it's good to have a record of that in some way and also just what's coming through in your meditations and your breathwork practices because breathwork is what we call pranayama prana is life force energy it's the energy of the inhale but pranayama means to lengthen or stretch or manipulate that life force energy, that prana. So when we practice breath work, we can really work with our internal energies and we can again tap into the other side or just whatever needs to come through. Now the other reason we do this breath work practice is because I want you to honor sacred stillness, right? The non-doing, sleep, rest, Meditation if you have to, but rest, napping, sleep, restorative yoga, yin yoga, yin types of action, legs up the wall, kicking your feet up and relaxing, taking a day off from work, taking time off from work. Do I need to keep going? <laughs> 
planet of dreams, right, is influencing the sign of the dreamer, this is a time to lean into non-doing. And I have a mantra that when we are doing, we are not creating or when we're taking action, our creative energy is moving through our solar plexus. It's not moving through our creative sacral center. So we have to make sure that we're making space for both sides. You can't always be doing and always be working on your dreams. You have to have time for meditation. So you can take sacred action on your dreams with sacred sleep sacred meditation before you fall asleep show me what i need to know in my dreams tonight and make sure you're writing it down the next day your practices can be as simple as tuning within but you've got to make space for both ends of the spectrum okay so make sure that you're taking time for rest and if you need to kind of attune your energy to wanting to do that that's where the breathwork practice comes in because we start to tune into the stillness. We give our permit ourselves permission to be there. And then when we start to fall asleep at night or we move into meditation or rest or whatever it is, sacred non-doing practices, we will also give ourselves permission to be there as well. Be here now, Ram Das. Be here now. One of my favorite, favorite quotes. Be here now. Okay, I also promised you some ocean breathing tonight. So let's do that quickly. And also we'll do a little sacred stillness afterward to notice what comes through. When we do ocean breathing, we're vibrating through ears, nose, and throat. And we're also kind of tuning out the noise of the outside world. We're creating vibration and noise and energy from the inside. So this is sometimes known as that Darth Vader breath or um, also known as Ujjayi Pranayama. It's also known as warrior's breath or power breath. You're going to inhale and exhale through your nose, but you keep your mouth closed, especially through the exhale. You're going to imagine that you're fogging a mirror in front of you with the mouth closed. So you'll feel this gentle whisper like a, but you're moving it inside. So you'll feel it all in here through your throat, your chest, your chin, your mouth, your teeth, maybe ears, nose, throat, because you'll be hearing it from the internal. So let's try that. Let's try that practice. Take a deep breath in and out. And you can create that with as much intensity or softness as you want. Just keep going. Join me. It starts to sound like the ocean tide, the ocean rolling in and out. One more deep breath here. Close your eyes, return to normal breathing. Just let yourself reflect. what comes up. When you're ready, blink your eyes open. Again, we didn't do that practice for very long, but if you do a good one to two minutes of ocean breathing, 
you'll really start to move into a meditative state in the brain and you'll start to feel or hear or sense things come through from the other side or from the internal. Notice how noisy it was when we stopped the breathing, right? Like it was probably the same amount of noise that's been here the whole time, but it was especially noisy because we had been listening from the inside. So ocean breathing is another one that you can use to tune out the distractions. Just be aware that if you're kind of in a noisy space when you practice it, when you come out of it and out of that pranayama practice, you might be super aware of the energy around you. So I'd like to do a tarot reading. I already pulled the cards for today. And if you go to my website, vinalene.com, you will um, be able to read about this uh, tarot poll as well. But I'll also put up the video portion of that from this moon circle on the YouTube channel uh, tomorrow. So if you want to just catch the tarot portion um, later on, you can always come back later and go to the YouTube channel to get it. But I always pull a card for past, present, and future. No different today. You know, when the veil is thin, we are keen to tune into these other realms of divination or tapping into the metaphysical. It's a great time, like I said, to call on your angels or call on your guides, your guardians, or to work in the dream space or to kind of like set up the dream work you're going to do before you meditate or fall asleep. It's a great time to pay attention to signs. Remember, I have these pearls all wound up with my root chakra pendulum, total sign for creativity you know, to make sure that I'm really grounding in and um, using the pendulum if I need to in spiritual emergency. But, you know, it's a time for us to tap into other things that maybe make sense to us, but don't make sense to others. But it doesn't matter. As long as it makes sense to us, that's what we need for guidance and direction. So I'm going to take a deep breath to really tap in, and then I'll introduce these cards that I pulled for tonight for this new moon. calling on the messages of the cards to move through me and be upon anybody that needs to hear them, including myself. We thank the universe for these cards, for this practice of divination, for a way to hear messages and receive things in a unique and different way. We thank you for bringing your energy into our new moon circle tonight. For the past, my messages keep popping up here. <laughs> it feels like a Mercury retrograde, by the way. That's that Saturn, Mercury, one degree within one another, Graha, Yuta, planetary war. But we're going to zip right through this. We're almost done now. Um, past card, six of wands. Six of wands is a representation of good fortune. It's hard work paying off or business ventures or creative ventures paying off. It's the creation of something out of creating from the nothing. So it's like the third step. So step one, you have an inspiration. Step two, you create from the inspiration. Step three, you get rewarded for the creation. And that's what the Six of Wands is telling us now. Now this is the past card, right? Well, we have been in 2022, 222, the number of six, the year of six, now for nearly two months, right? 
So we've been in it for a while. We've been in this energy of things paying off. So maybe you're start to see you're starting to see like a shift, right? Like maybe the past two years have been super challenging. There's been a lot of irritation, like that clam or that oyster. But now you're starting to see the pearl. Now you're starting to see the gold out of the experience. So the six of wands represents magic. Wands represent magic. Wands also represent alchemy. This card is yellow, representing that golden energy. We also have the green at center, representing heart chakra. This is about believing in our magic. Not only believing in our magic to create something out of nothing, not only believing in our gifts and our magic enough to financially support us and energetically and emotionally support us, but also believing in our magic to create gold out of nothing. And that's emotional alchemy because the things in our past sometimes feel like nothing, right? Like these negative experiences, these challenges, these traumas, all of these things that we've been through that kind of feel like nothing, like they didn't matter to where we are today. They actually had deep wisdom and gold. So this six of wands is being pulled right now to say, hey, Pisces season has been here since the 18th of February. We still have some time to go. 2022 just got started. We've still got some time to go. It's time to embrace your magic, start living through your heart, start believing in your gifts, and start letting that move into the new co-creation of your reality. For our present card, I kid you not, I pulled the hanged man, which kind of gets pulled to represent Mercury retrograde. This is actually represented by Neptune. You can see the trident up there. And Neptune is ruling this new moon in Pisces. But we also have this Graha Yuda between Mercury and Saturn. So this is a time of kind of hanging around instead of moving forward. New moons are a time of sacred pause. This new moon in Pisces is a time to really honor that sacred stillness, let inspiration come to you, maybe turn things upside down. This really looks like he's meditating or resting, right? Like he's just chilling. He's not distressed while he hangs upside down. He's just hanging out there and he's letting things ground him in. Also notice all of the green again. We've got a lot of heart chakra here. So this is heart chakra frequency really bringing in this, um, bringing us into this new moon portal. So we're feeling our heart's desires come up, the things that we wanna create, the things we wanna bring into our reality, but we might need to hang around before we really like make any decisions. This is also pertaining to Mercury in regards to maybe wait around, maybe be a little bit more silent, maybe retreat, maybe tie yourself up at home and away from people, be the hermit so that you don't say anything or react in any way that's going to cause you to need to do damage control on the other side of like this moon or this cycle. We also have for our future card, <clears throat> the two of cups reversed. I pulled it reversed. And when we pull cards reversed, it's a little bit of the opposite of that energy. So two of cups is typically relationships, marriages, partnerships. <laughs> Not so much when it's reversed, right? Graha Yuda between Mercury 
or sorry, Graha Yuda between Mars, Venus, and Pluto. Power struggles on the collective, on the masculine and feminine energy. Again, power struggles within our energy, finding our own emotional balance. Also, again, finding that balance to be creative instead of feeling like we're drowning in those overwhelming feelings. So anytime the Two of Cups is pulled reversed, we're being reminded again to slow down, to turn within, to restabilize, to create our own harmony, to not rely on it to come from the external, to create it from the internal instead. This is also a little bit about duality, right? So we've got the Pisces energy with this moon. Pisces energy will continue through the season until March 20th. One fish swimming up, one fish swimming down, both sides, both ends of the spectrum, highs and lows. We have to take it all in for the bigger picture. We have to hold love and gratitude around all of it as well. That's true emotional alchemy. So I hear my son at home. My son and my husband are Cancer Moons. My, my phone keeps glitching because of the Mercury-Saturn war. So you know what? I think it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> I hope that this moon circle served you. Uh, just a reminder, we will not be coming together March 18th for the full moon. We will be coming together again on Friday, April 1st, 7 p.m. Central Time to honor the new moon in Aries. My son's in Aries, ruled by Mars, and I'm a Libra, ruled by Venus. And Lord, let me tell you, have we been at a war the past three days? <laughs> Today's been good. Yesterday was a little rough. He's turning three in about a month. So, you know, he's a three-nager, full on, and it's it's been it's been wild with this Graha Yuda that's happened. I've just sensed it right away. So Anyway, thank you for being here. Thank you, Amy. Namaste. Thank you for everyone else tuning in, whether you're live or here in the future. Um, sending you blessings on this new moon. Take time to dream. Take time to rest. Take time for you. Take time to prioritize healing because you have the power within you. You have the power within you to heal no matter what. And you always have others out there ready to support you and help you pull it out from within. Thank you, Alice. Thank you, Lisa. Oh, I feel like there was something else I was going to say. I can't remember what it was in true fashion. I can't remember. Well, just a little side note before I leave, I do want to let you know that here in four days, the registration will close for Conscious Creatress. So if you are looking to dive deep, speaking of diving deep, if you want to go on a four-month journey with me, Conscious Creatress will take you through four lunar cycles and you'll be doing a lot of shadow work a lot of emotional alchemy also learning different tools and techniques to put into that spiritual emergency sos kit and just new ways to manifest your reality registration closes march 6th i will not open it up again until closer to summer solstice so if you want to start working on your dreams now now is the time to get in especially working with this new moon in pisces because we start with new moon energy. So if you want to know more about that, you can go to venalinae.com slash CC, as in conscious creatress, just venalinae.com slash CC. 
C, and you can read more about the program. I have a couple of options. I have a monthly payment option. I have a full payment option where it saves you a little bit to pay in full. I also have a premium enrollment with both monthly payment option and full payment as well. Premium option gets you the ability to work with me one-on-one -on -one privately throughout your four-month cyclical journey. So we work through the four energy centers of manifestation, root, sacral, solar, heart. I've mentioned them tonight, and we do that through four lunar cycles, also going through the phases of the moon to help you align. So super excited about having another round of sisters move into that program. This is a women's only program, by the way, no discrimination. It's just the way that I designed it for the work that we do in there. But if you want to learn about that, venalenae.com slash cc. Okay, Moon Sisters and Moon Brothers, thank you so much for tuning into the circle with me. I'm sending you so many blessings with this Pisces new moon. May you take time to heal. May you take care of yourself and may you make your dreams come true. It is happening. It is happening. It is happening. You are in power and control. Until we meet next time for the new moon in Aries on April 1st, blessed be. Namaste. I hope today's message served you. If you enjoy the Follow Your Path podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. As a thank you, every month I do a drawing from the reviews and I choose one person to win a free one hour, one-on-one -on -one soul coaching session with me. This can be done in person or online depending on where you are. I also feature reviews on my website and social media, so thank you for the feedback and the testimonials. It truly is an honor to be here. Thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to meeting with you again in the next episode.